Welcome to Unwritten, the internet's only podcast about the Hills' new beginnings, a recent reboot of the greatest mid-2000s reality show ever made, The Hills. Every week we discuss the latest episode of MTV's new reboot of the classic show. This week, more happened off the show than on the show. I yeah. think I'd say that this was a pretty pretty boring-ish episode, but a lot of stuff happened behind the scenes. But before we get into all that, let's get to introductions. Across the table from me is Megan Shea. Hey, my name is Megan, and I hate Ryan Cabrera. That's a solid intro. And beside Megan, we have Jessica Glang. Hey, I'm Jess, and I love a good boat ride. And I'm Patrick O'Rourke, and I always have something up with my kimono. <laughs> And as always, we have a birthday to announce mm-hmm. this week. A very, very special birthday. It's very a big special. birthday. It's huge. Happy birthday to Spencer Pratt. I hope he has an excellent day. I hope it's filled with uh, large glasses of wine and hummingbirds. That yeah. Spidey poured just for him. Yes. Big ups to you, playa. As Spencer would maybe say. It's probably what he'd say, yeah. Yeah, but probably better than that. <laughs> so I think the first thing that we can go through here is what was happening behind the scenes not really behind the scenes like what's going on as the show is airing there was a a big this was a bombshell week a big week in the tabloids yeah Yeah, there are triangles there are love triangles there are love rectangles there are octagons love octagons it just didn't end you need like one of those um like we'd have to put everyone's face on the wall on on the whiteboard the most important character of the podcast and connect them with like different pieces of yarn, yarn to, to really yeah, figure smoke it a out cigarette yarn and th- <laughs> thumbtacks i guess we can maybe just talk about the um the conscious uncoupling of yes. of um of brody and caitlin yep so they're no longer so we did talk about that last week and what i think we were wrong was that we speculated that caitlin was off with a man getting that baby of her dreams but that's actually not true. So, I mean, if we're going to talk about if you're going to rebound, let's think about the best rebound you can have. It's pretty stellar rebound. It's an epic rebound. Yeah. Miley Cyrus as a rebound. Like, that is that is some great game. Yeah. I, I didn't see that one coming. I couldn't have wrote it better. Yeah. You know, we didn't see it coming. <laughs> but if we were better detectives, we could have seen that something was brewing. And I'll tell you. So, you know, we saw we saw Miley, we saw um, Caitlin in Lake Como. We saw them at their romantic getaway kissing. And that's in Italy? They were in Italy yeah. at the um, the Il Sereno Hotel. Uh, so I obviously looked it up. Of course. It's um, it's about 3K per night, so it's quite an exclusive Woof. place. It looks so beautiful, but not exclusive enough to keep the paparazzi away. No. Or, you know, the phones of of just the patrons or maybe you invited them and told you exactly told them exactly where you were going to be maybe they want to be seen so i mean pat is that is that kind of what you're are you are we getting towards i i don't know i don't know how i feel or think about it yet but i know brandon dropped uh, some knowledge in in various interviews with with different tabloids saying that he uh, has a sneaking suspicion that it's it's all fabricated and it's not something that's actually um, organically happening. Brandon comes with the words of wisdom. He and does. I, so. I am, you know, I'm a fan. Every week I say it, I'm a fan of Brandon Lee. I think he's onto something here. There's a ton of back and forth in the the Instagram comments too that I, I found very entertaining. Yeah, but if we do go back and say there was maybe some bread bread cup crumbs that have been dropped along the way, that's sort of what I've pieced together from 
going back, we'll see. I went deep back in Miley's Instagram and we did see Caitlyn has been liking her posts, which I like a lot of Miley Cyrus posts. That's, I mean, she has a pretty sick Instagram, but I think the thing that really kind of got my spotty senses going was when I listened to her sister, um, Brandy Cyrus's podcast, um, the Your Favorite Thing podcast. Yep. Did, you, did you guys listen? I listened to most of the episode, but I didn't finish it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to it this week. It was a busy one. There's so a lot of there's a lot of content. This is going to be a surprise for me, actually. Well, what I found interesting, so this was back at the end of July, so before all of this broke, we have Brandy and uh, Caitlin having a conversation very early in the morning because um, Caitlin stayed over that night before. Interesting. And they're talking so naturally, talking about their favorite shows. Um, and the way that Brandy is talking to Caitlin is really asking her, oh, have you introduced this to, ha, this show or do you guys watch this or what did you guys watch last night? All speaking to her and Miley. Who are, it's like, who are you guys? But like, I guess if you don't have a trained ear like Megan Shea, you wouldn't catch that. It's true. Yeah. That's some yeah. sleuthing. Yeah, so sleuth. the conversation was happening as though Miley and Caitlin were quite intimate. We're having yeah. a sleepover. We're teaching each other about their favorite shows. And it was just so natural. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of one of those interesting things that maybe this was this has been brewing for a little bit longer. And Brandon was saying that they're all friends, too. So I think that might be part of it. Yeah, like apparently they were hanging out before. Yeah, like even they're hanging before, out beforehand. Yeah, like this all blew up. Yeah, I think that makes sense from their age and for where they live and what they're into. Cause I don't know. I think I love, like I love Miley Cyrus. And I think one of the things about Miley is she doesn't quite stay in one space. If you're going to be like, you're not quite a rock star. You're not quite a shining actor. You're not are, like, are you an Instagram star? Like what, what bucket do we put Miley in? And I find she's a that wrecking she, ball. She's a wrecking ball. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I looked at all the Instagram posts. Like uh, our listeners can find them all, but I mean the best one that I thought was when uh, Miley Cyrus responded to Brody and said, "Go tape a, take a nap in your truck and cool off." <laughs> I, but you know what, Miley is so down for anything. I kind of agree that this is all staged. Like I feel like Miley would be super down to be in the middle of, of all of this, telling yeah, people to take it naps. Could be. Yeah. Like I'm pretty jealous of Miley. I'm gonna have one one of my friends uh, who does not listen or might be currently listening. She gave me a really good hot take. Ooh, what's the hot take? She's like, for someone who tries to be as woke as Miley, she has the most bland taste in partners. What? <laughs> that's, that, that's a hot take. Not I true, mean, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything to add to that. Liam Hemsworth is Thor. Is he Thor? He's Thor. He's he's, Thor, he's yeah. a he's is like he no question a beautiful man. Yeah. Um, like talented. Just seems like a very cool surfer dude. Just yeah. so normal though. Yeah. TMZ posted a pic of him at an ice cream shop with, with a his, caption it, looking sad. With his brother. <laughs> Can't tell if it. But they they had a disclaimer. Can't tell if it's related though. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's TMZ for you. They, maybe they just didn't have the ice cream that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe sad about the love uh, octagon. So I think that's everything that happened kind of kind of off off the air. Yeah. Um, Apparently Brody is also seeing Jos uh, oh, yeah, that as well. Consenko. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it was tough for me because her name's like 
Josie Canseco and her dad is like Jose I was laughing Canseco, about that last night too. Just like, am I gonna pronounce it wrong? I was really trying hard not to say Jose just now. It'd be sick if Brody was in a relationship with Jose Canseco. Yeah, like, that would be I, the real twist. Right. That would be the best twist yeah. ever. Yeah. Hill's ratings would skyrocket. Oh yeah. man, I would watch yeah. that. I think the only thing that I'm gonna say about this drama is that it is definitely regardless if this is just a whole trap for us to fall into it's going to make season two much more interesting for sure we're all part of the machine yeah what if miley cyrus is on season two then we're gonna definitely watch That'd it be crazy that would be so good and she'd be amazing at it too oh yeah totally yeah she's a natural so i think this is a good time to introduce our new sponsor for yes. the week blood brothers brewery they're a toronto-based brewery um, and on this week's episode, we are drinking White Lies. We'll have a link to Blood Brothers online store in our show notes this week, yep. where you can purchase beer and merchandise directly from the brewery, but only if you're an Ontario resident. They're a cool, smaller brewery. We like to support local companies, and we're sitting here chilling, drinking them right now. Yeah, I think Blood Brothers Brewery is one of those interesting um, new breweries in Toronto that are definitely doing it right. We are really excited to support them and really excited that we're partnering with them on this. I was able to go to the brewery to pick up our brews uh, this week. And it was a really cool experience. If anyone is actually in Toronto, highly suggest going to check it out. You get a little bit of a peek inside the brewery itself. There's a very cool patio. I know that we're gonna end up probably checking it out yeah, definitely. In the next couple of weeks. You sent so. us some pictures and it certainly looked pretty cool. Yeah. Before patio season's over, we got to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, yeah, we I'm got a, big a few fan weeks left. One. Yeah, this uh, White Lies has a little bit of Riesling. So for all my fellow wine fans, been a little intimidated maybe till now about beer. This is the one. It's got a nice sour taste. And I'm, now I feel like, you know, I'm one of the crew. I can go to the breweries and I don't have to feel left out. So White Lies, I highly recommend. Nice, nice. So speaking of blood... <laughs> This is, this is an interesting transition. <laughs> yeah. We ran into a bit of an issue last week, to say the least. So if the last 10 minutes or so of last week's episode of Unwritten sounded a little bit strange. It's because Pat was recording it after a loss of blood. I was. Significant loss of blood. So listen to this quick clip. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Are you okay? I'm bleeding everywhere. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, let's stop. All right, let's stop that. That's science. Yeah, that's science. So a wine glass exploded in my lap because we weren't keeping the glasses on the table to try to keep the audio as clean for you. We have rules. You, you listeners. Um, and I severed an artery in my middle finger and possibly may have nerve damage. And the wine glass literally just exploded, kind of like a bomb. Yeah, it was one of the most bizarre experiences, just having a normal conversation. But yeah, it was yeah. crazy. We, like, we thought that it just dropped because of the way that it just exploded. And we were just like, oh, it happens. And then all of a sudden, we just see all this blood. It's like, wow, podcasting is a is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous sport. But, but the pod went on. And then I've spent the last couple of days uh, inadvertently flipping people off because I have to keep my finger up because there's yeah. stitches in it. We hope that you feel better, Pat. Thank and you. We also have learned a lot about tempered glass and that process of exploding randomly just kind of happens if there's minor, I guess, imperfections in tempered glass is yeah. what we've kind of learned. I wouldn't say it's common, but like you sent me a couple links. It's like spontaneous glass combustion is a thing that happens. Yeah. It's pretty frightening. And this is not a science podcast, but it did teach us a little bit about science. It certainly did. 
So we can get into the actual episode now. I think the first thing that we're going to talk about is Brandon and Ashley, his new girlfriend, we his think, maybe. Bow, I think it? they kind of yeah. t- talked yeah. about it a they, little bit. They Should made we it see official. It, people? No. Keep it that way? Yeah. So I guess they're exclusive. Well, those, that avocado toast was made with love. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Tastes funny. But her Chiron at the end of the episode, um, when we get to the gala, which we'll talk about later, it was uh, just Brandon's date, which I thought was an interesting yeah, choice it's for weird. the producers. There must be more to come here because there has to be more. I think it's a really cute little puppy love thing. I think it's sweet. Puppy love. He also has his puppy. Who I think is named Dinosaur. Dinosaur. He called it it Dinosaur. And I'm hoping that that's really the dog's name because that's great. I had a dog named T-Rex at a time in my life. Really? That's a good name. That's a good name. I think anything named after a dinosaur is pretty cool to me. Like any dog name. I'm always like, oh my God, Dinosaur, T-Rex. Just so cute. So cute. Although I do love how Brandon, when describing why he liked her, was she's hot as fuck, smiles a lot good laugh and I was like oh well okay I guess those are the, those are all the check marks that's, <laughs> that that's what he's looking for yeah, particularly fair. from a guy who was looking for someone that just wasn't your typical Instagram girl yeah but you know we're, I'm actually happy for his love and I'm not really sure when the expiry date is set for this one but I feel that by should we predict by the end of the season yeah, I, I think end of season. Sadly, I don't think it's gonna gonna make it to the end of the season. I think it's got a couple episodes and then yeah. and then it's gonna expire. Like maybe even before, like a couple episodes before yeah. the end. I yeah. think. Yeah, he might. I hope he doesn't get sad, like sad Brandon. I don't want to see sad Brandon. He's always like a ray of sunshine and happiness. Yeah, but he'll be and okay. wisdom and wisdom, of course. He's yeah, got he'll just wisdom. be like it's all part of growing up. You know, I'm a mature individual. I can handle it. He's wise beyond his years. Yeah, and his mom even came in from Paris. She did. This yeah, that ex- was cool episode. Which was really nice to see. That was really cute. And she talks to him about how he needs to get married. Yeah. <laughs> like instantly, you're 22, you have to think about marriage. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And but, she, she talks about how her and uh, Tommy Lee got married with like within a couple days. days or something like that. Yeah, four days. He proposed on the first day, apparently, and she was playing hard to get. Oh, yeah. But, had to give him a couple more days. Yeah, what I thought was really nice about it was you could tell they really do enjoy each other's company. And even though... Tommy and Pam are not together. Pam was really supportive when Brandon was talking about reaching out. That was out. really sweet. Like, I love their relationship. And it was just no nice of her to fly in. And she was like, when do I get to meet Ashley? Like, and he's like, just, you're not. Like, yeah. she knew. She knows she's not yeah. meeting the Ashley. The moms are winning the hills, though, I will say so uh, far. The thing that popped into my head during the scene was like, are we going to see Tommy Lee on the hills? It might. I actually thought I, about that. I, I seriously put that in my think, notes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't think I could handle that. Because he has a history with reality TV, right? Like, Tommy yeah, Lee goes yeah. to college. He knows what he's doing. He knows the power that it can bring. Oh, my God. Maybe we get, like, a nice Tommy Lee surprise. That would be great. That would be amazing. Oh, man. Because he, he wants to reach out to his dad and kind of reconnect. He did. He reached out. He oh, texted, he did. Okay. He texted him. He texted yeah. him. Yeah. Because okay. he said he just wants to like forget the beef. And that's like, you know, that's really sweet and very wise of him. Always. He's yeah. he's lived uh, a very involved life yeah, in a short a period of time. Lives. A thousand lives. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Um, so moving on from that section, we have Stephanie and Justin Bobby kind of having a heart to heart of sorts. Yeah, I felt that this heart-to-heart was actually Bobby's patience running thin. He, it's like Stephanie had one ally. She had one person. And now he doesn't care anymore. Yeah, she started trying to collect apologies again. (laughs) They're like Pokemon. She just wants them all. I know. And he was like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, also you have to be so careful 
although he's currently not with Adrena, they have a past. They have a they had a friendship, they had a relationship. Yeah. You got to be really careful how you're poking at people's exes cuz that's a dangerous place to play and I think she just Push that one a little too far. I did really like Stephanie's shirt, the pink shirt with the like was, shark on the pocket. I thought that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, the jaw, like that was actually in my notes. I was just like, love Steph's shirt. Yeah, it was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. Um, but yeah, like it's like, I totally agree with you. It's like, I like they've always, Audrina and Justin have always seemed like they had a relationship, even when it didn't work out, that they respected each other. So it's kind of like you don't mess with that. So I don't know what Steph was thinking here. She just came in, she's just coming in hot to everyone and I think she got too yeah. confident and yeah, she actually so. annoyed him because I felt yeah. annoyed on his behalf well Bobby's really moved hard. on too right like he's got Lindsay yeah he doesn't he kind of doesn't need to lean on uh, Stephanie for support yeah. anymore and and even like Audrina actually did say something similar to Justin where it's like can you just stop giving this energy because you don't know when to stop so yep. it's same same energy I think the only the only other thing that came out of this this little conversation um, was that it was Audrina who apparently wound Brody up about the the fire conversation from Vegas. Okay, so we're just trying to keep little threads of drama going. Yeah, so they kind of brought that back up. I, I was hoping that, that that would be dead. Like, I think we've beat it to death, but yeah. that was the one big thing that I kind of took out of that. Yeah, like this episode of The Hills, as we talked about, wasn't that great. Um, and I guess they're just trying to get a thread of something interesting happening. They're just really lucky that it was a big news week because it kind of oh, yeah. had, you know... They probably engaged a few new viewers. Imagine that was intentionally planned too. Yeah, like maybe all like, the budget went to the yeah. to the Miley stuff, and then they so just that, had to do whatever. This to the episode, hotel. This episode's yeah. weak, so let's make some stuff happen in in the real world. And then uh, we move on to boats. boats, 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 and more boats. Boats, boats. But the first boat has my boy Ryan Cabrera on it. And we have the Ryan Cabrera correspondent, uh, Mega Shea. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this. See, I have no idea what this man has okay. been doing for the past I, decade. Yeah, so for context, um, Audrina said early in the show, you know, when they, when she goes on the boat with Misha, um, so Audrina, Misha, and Joey go on the boat, and just um, Ryan shows up, and then Audrina says, oh, you know, he's been on tour all this time, so it's hard to meet up with him. And we asked ourselves, where, where has he really been? You know where he's been? I need to know. I actually can't stand this guy. He's so annoying. I didn't even know people like that existed. He didn't enjoy his song about the boat that they were on. Ugh. His 2008 hair just it just sends me. It's it's, it's, it's smaller committed. though. Like he he's gotten a little bit shorter. His hair used to be like fucking huge. Yeah, like absolutely <laughs> massive, and it's still big, but it's not quite as big. I'm still as getting what it once those was. vibes though. Yeah. So basically, what he's been up to when we're talking about this big tour that he's been on is it's been with Lance Bass of NSYNC and the last I was on the um the music in Minnesota website did he go to the moon he did not oh I forgot he didn't go to the moon dang (laughs) so the music in Minnesota website um the headline here Lance Bass hosts a boy band nostalgia trip at the Minnesota Zoo He's playing at the Minnesota Zoo. He's playing at the Minnesota Zoo, and he's playing a lot of um, county fairs. What animal do you think is closest to the stage at the Minnesota Zoo? Oh, they put the good ones there, so they probably just like put like the tigers around. The tigers and the polar bears. They just like rent an elephant. (laughs) Are the polar bears? I think the polar bears are like the best animal at a zoo. That would be. I would agree. Yeah, I I like the polar bears and uh, the gorillas. Yeah, I only, mean, only when the gorillas are like out and doing stuff. Yeah, and they're just like acting like humans. That's great. Zoos just generally make me. I'm not pro zoo. They generally make me sad. It's kind of. I know it's a bit controversial, but yeah, you know. No, I hear that. And it's uh, kind of like, mm, what's better? 
preserving the animals or exactly that's, like, that's fair. for our zoo podcast that we launched that's like that's a good debate because i'm i'm on the same as you where i don't know how to feel I, yeah. st- I still like going to them i know they're not always a good thing but I, st- I still love a day at the zoo you know i would probably push ryan cabrera into like the gorilla <laughs> pan or something <laughs> he would just bust out his guitar and like start singing songs about gorillas but then they'd have to like rescue him <laughs> like they'd have to like put out like that big like pole for him to like scale what, the wall what if he like calmed down the gorillas by playing the guitar and then they all just like sat really nicely he just like plays wonderwall and then everyone just loses it he would definitely do a wonderwall cover i thought he was gonna do one Wonderwall when he just pulled out his guitar like without anyone's consent on he, the boat. He had like, to have, but like they, non- they must have cut it. Yeah, non-consensual guitar playing. <laughs> yeah, he's also doing movie nights apparently though. So every week movie he nights? does a, an outdoor movie night. I think um, this week or the latest one was with Mean Girls. Sorry, he sells tickets to them. Um, yeah. Um, so the last one was Mean Girls, Pink Attire, uh, Encouraged. But what? I have no idea if he's performing. Is this in LA? Day? Is this Princess of Malibu? Because that's what Brody and his brother did on that show. Are you serious? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't get that far. But okay. it's at the Yama Shirola in LA. This is amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful venue. I hope he becomes a regular character on this show. I want more Ryan. I actually want to go, to be honest. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with him. And I love the movies. And that venue looks beautiful. But I wouldn't even go. I would sit at home. <laughs> Just like you wouldn't play the harmonica with him like Audrina did? <laughs> he was even... So it was so strange because Mish was saying, oh, they have such cute chemistry. It's nice to see her so happy. I thought he was just... He was kind of being a dick to her about the harmonica too. Yeah, it was kind of like, stop fooling around. I'm, I'm going to play this serious yeah, song about like, this I don't boat. understand why you're laughing. Yeah. It's like kind of like... It's like those little gaslighty things where like you wouldn't catch it unless yeah. you know how to catch it. But it's like especially... Like, you know, we, I know. All, we all know guys like that. Where they, you, it doesn't seem like it outwardly, and like other people will be like, oh, he's sweet. And it's like, oh, we know. We know. We know. See you at the Yamashirola, Ryan. <laughs> so that's enough about my boy, Ryan. Um, I think this whole section of the pod is going to be about Heidi and Spencer. We have quite a few things to chat about related to them. Um, Spencer, uh, at one point in this episode, was doing jujitsu in his house. Yeah, I love that. I think if you get that one-on-one training, I respect. Totally. And then he was talking about um, kind of the dark years, I guess we could refer to them as, when they were very not famous, not making a lot of money, um, and how much pie he ate during that time. He had two pies per day. That's a lot of pie. Yeah. It's a lot of pie. Pies came up a lot to the episodes. They did. Just like... Well, like, we'll get this to this later, but, you know, when uh, Jason's talking about his, um, his, like, you know, his struggles, like... Spencer was like, yeah, I was eating a lot of pie. He was like, eating a lot of pie. Yeah. I wonder what type of pie it was. I know. Pumpkin pie? Peach pie. I think it was apple pie. He seems like a classic kind of guy. I think so. It does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they... What I thought was great about kind of talking about the dark times, though, was that they really stayed together as a couple they were yeah. celebrating yeah. That was an interesting conversation their 10 year anniversary and that's I 10 know. years being married so um heidi even kind of mentioned you know we've been together for 10 years take that brody and caitlin and it's it's like their crystal balls it you know it's some foreshadowing of the news 
And their their little anniversary trip looked like my my ideal evening. They're on a boat. I love boats. Boats are great. Yeah, they're just lobster. having charcuterie. Yeah, and lobster. They're oh just God, chilling, so eating fun. seafood. It was awesome. Yeah, but enough for her to get away to like you know feel like she could like be herself and chill. She looks super drunk. Am I right in in, in that? Or I don't I don't know. I couldn't I tell. Gathered. But okay. although like that would explain you know when she drops a bit of a bomb on Spencer, yeah. which I didn't predict. What I thought was super adorable, though, was that Spencer made that little photo album and it had the hummingbird stickers. I know. It's so sweet. That's some crafts. That's some arts and some crafts. He put a lot of thought into this one and I really appreciated it. And this one was a little bit interesting, too, because... um, like, I guess they shot this before the Caitlyn and Brody drama. 100%. Yeah, because then they say, oh, it's really, like Heidi points out, it's really interesting that they act so lovey-dovey, but they have separate lives on social media. Huh, that's a thing. So it, She was also yeah. saying how they, like, rarely see each other. They only really see each other when they're filming. It was, like, kind of very much foreshadowing what happened now in the real world. And I'm sure that episode was filmed like months and months ago. But I remember Spencer talking about, you know, well, we talked about this last week about how Spencer was texting the producer saying, I hope you have some old footage. So I'm wondering if this was like quickly cobbled together. Oh, it could have been, yeah. You know, like That's true. they were talking about this anyways, and it was easy to edit it in, and it becomes a little bit closer to what's happening in real life right now. Oh, I forgot to mention that the boat was called the ju- the Duchess. The Duchess. Yes, with Captain that, Skip. Was that the captain's name? I think it name? was Captain Skip, yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah. Um, the, the only other thing from the this scene that I thought was uh, somewhat interesting is Heidi was talking about how much he's been spending lately because they obviously have a little bit more money now. Pratt yeah. Daddy Crystals is doing well. They have Hills money. They have all these sponsorships. Like He, he even got his own spawn con like, during the... Yeah, during the show, and then Heidi got her own little music spot where she was yes. in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, um, and they were also drinking Sonic through a lot of these scenes too. Yeah, inconspicuously. Yeah. They're pushing in as much as they can do. Oh yeah, they're like, how much can we squeeze into these three minutes of television that we get? So Heidi uh, said that Spencer spent thirty thousand dollars on clothes and stuff, um, and three thousand dollars on wine over the past month. And Same. then Spencer was like, that's not that bad because 10 years ago we were drinking wine that cost $3,400 a bottle. So he considered it an improvement. <laughs> and he also said he's like spending money and he's manifesting money. Like he's manifesting the money he should have. And I was like, I respect that. And the bank is imaginary. <laughs> yeah, the banks, <laughs> banks the are real. Yeah. I think that was everything that they kind of discussed. I, I mean, the, the baby thing was the most significant moment. Yeah. Uh, Spencer definitely isn't ready for another child but that's something that he was very wide-eyed he's very wide-eyed at at the suggestion but i like his wide-eyedness because he knows it's coming they're a really cute family they're a family family they're so cute i love them so if they do end up having another baby do you know what they're going to need for gunner what is that a mattress that's an endy mattress Endy's award-winning Endy mattress has changed the way Canadians sleep. They're engineered to offer the perfect balance of comfort and support, and also are designed to relieve pressure points, eliminate motion transfer, and release body heat faster than conventional foam. Our VIP super special promo code for Unwritten is the Hills 50 and as you may have already guessed, that gives you $50 off an Endy mattress. Gunnar's going to have to get his own bed. Do you think they'll get him an Endy pillow, too? I think they should because you know I love my pillow. Yeah, I'm going to the cottage this weekend and I'm like, ugh, like I'm really excited. But also, you know, going to the wilderness makes me nervous. But 
the only thing that's giving me solace right now is knowing I'm going to have my Andy pillow. Just take that with you. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Even and if I'm it doesn't fit in your bag, my life. Just like tie it to the top of your bag. Yeah. You know? Once people find out it's an Andy, I got to protect it with my life. Or someone might take it. Yeah. But they can just get, they can just do the promo code and they can get their own. Yeah. They can get their own mattress. Get their own mattress. So I'll, I'll do, uh, t- we, we've talked a lot about Spencer and Heidi, but I'll do tweets from Spencer right now and I'll, I'll do it relatively quickly. Um, as always, Spencer recapped the show as he does as it's airing on Monday nights. The first one that I picked out was nice to see Whitney Port laughing. She must have seen her check from the season. I think he's insinuating that she doesn't really show up on the show very often, but she's making a killing off it in his, in, at least in his opinion, um, which I think is really clever because I feel like Whitney's handled the show in the best way of any cast member. Filled with grace. Yeah. She, she shows up. She does what she's got to do, and then she she gets the hell out of there. She's always pure witty. Even in this season, she or sorry, in this episode, she just comes in to be like, amazing job with the gala, beautiful gala, and then where's Whitney? Where's Whitney? She also has a really good podcast called With Wit, where she talks about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff um, in terms of like how the new version of the hills is being created and like the amount of stuff that goes into it like the stylist they have and yeah how, how they have to get their hair done in the mornings like it was very very fascinating i found it quite interesting she does give that behind the scenes uh sneak peek but it's kind of cool how she does that also i don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch her and her husband watching i have i've seen a couple show. of them yeah you know it's really cute it's interesting commentary because they do look kind of surprised how things and it's probably because things are really pieced together not in a linear way and sort of drama is pulled and the producers kind of making their different kind of themes um, kind of stand out. So it's cool to see that even people in the show are surprised at what each episode looks like. Yeah, it's really fun. And like, it's like what's fun about watching reality TV is like, you know, acting like oh, this is reality TV and like this is the truth that's pre- presented to us. But then also understanding that it's like really campy and like and the people who are in it are just as surprised as you and. Yeah, that's what I love about it. So that's like it's really nice to hear that from Winnie that she's just giving that inside or that background look so we see more of how that comes together. Totally. So the the second tweet from Spencer, um, and this one's a little visual, so I'll add a description to it. So it's Justin Bobby. He has a pool cue behind his back. Um, he is wearing a white tank top with a, I, I guess, kind of acid wash jean jacket on, and he's got an interesting look on his face like he's about to like belt out a song. Um, and Spencer says, when you're auditioning for a Queen cover band right after the pool game. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was quite good. He's getting like much better. He's it was, so funny. It was some pretty, pretty, pretty highbrow stuff he, he was tweeting out this week. Yeah, that's a good one. And then this one is about uh, our good friend, uh, Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> Ew. Um, never saw Justin Bobby bring a guitar on a date. So Ryan's already 10,000 light years ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like JB, didn't you say that you heard on Reddit that yeah. Justin Bobby has like brought guitars to parties and just <laughs> yeah. doesn't stop? I saw Reddit post that he would just like show up and play guitar at parties. <laughs> like he'd show up and start singing Wonderwall. I can't believe he hasn't done I can't believe he hasn't done this for the hill. So he's, he's probably like trying all the time and the producers are like, hey, hey, Justin. Put um, your guitar away. Could you put your guitar away? We got to film the scene. And he's like, oh, just five more minutes, man. Five more minutes. Maybe him and Ryan will have a guitar off in the season. That would be sick. That would be sick. Imagine <laughs> they went on tour together. Oh, my God. At like several tequila bars across America. That would be amazing. An, an exclusive tequila bar tour. Oh, my God. We have tequila bars in Toronto. They could come here. I would go. I would, I would go. I would no go. doubt about it. We would go early. 
Justin Bobby at a zoo too, like trying to describe the animals. You're like, what? oh, that animal's like elevating around, you know, like his own little language. So again, what animal would Justin Bobby want to perform in front of? I think he would want. He'd be. He would pick something like a like a a female lion. He'd call I think it like, like a, a woman lion. You know, he'd be like this woman lion. Oh, he'd write the song about that. Yeah, it would just be a metaphor, but. <laughs> oh man, I can see it. I'm, I'm just yeah. picturing it in my head. It's great. So that, that's it for tweets from Spencer. I thought um, his tweets were more entertaining than this week's episode, actually. So next we move on to the Delphine Eatery with Jason and Spencer, and they have a little a little bro talk. Yeah, this was, I guess, a tough episode for Jason. He's struggling with some demons. He might have gone through a little relapse. So that was kind of threaded through this episode was that J- Jason was tempted a little bit to kind of leave his sobriety he describes it as a slip yeah Um, he had like a really bad day and he went to the i guess the liquor store um and he he slipped up he drank he he broke his sobriety but he he's kind of back back on track now uh and he talks about that a little bit with spencer earlier in the episode too he talks about that with ashley his wife and yeah it's 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 an interesting direction for the show to go but I'm also kind of uncomfortable with it because this dude's obviously struggling with something very serious that affects his real life, and it's kind of put on display for everybody to to watch. Yeah. So I'm a little uncomfortable with that. I know. Like, I know it made me really sad to see, and even with Ashley talking to Audrina, it was just so sad to see, like, how, like, she felt, like, so, like, she was so worried about him. And, like, Jason's really lucky because he has a really good support system. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the way he reacted to it, he was like it's like he forgave himself and understood it was like part of a journey which it is so like the other side of that might also be that like you know if this is something that's stigmatized then maybe people can have an open conversation about that's it true, yeah. I, I don't know it's maybe another way like, to look at it that's the other positive way it is the hills and the hills is it doesn't have to like have that message but i feel like everyone in the show is very supportive of him so hopefully you know in some sense it is breaking some stigma of how of how healing looks in some people's Spencer, minds. Spencer definitely was super supportive of him. Yeah. He talks about on Twitter all the time how much he likes Jason, how much he likes Ashley. Yeah. I also thought it was really refreshing to see two men talk about their is- like body body issues and issues yeah. with their weight. I don't think that that's something that's talked about very often. Yeah. Um, I, and I also definitely don't think it's something that we ever see in, on TV or reality TV or anything like that. So I thought that was... Um, something very unique uh, for the Hills to kind of put forward and for them as yeah. as people on the show to, yeah. to discuss. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was interesting, just Spencer's face. He just seemed really concerned. He It just seemed like a really heavy topic. Well, I mean, it was a really heavy topic and he seemed really concerned and then opened up a little bit too. So it was a nice bro moment. And then, you know, as I mentioned, it's sort of woven through the rest of the episode where Jason kind of talks about how he understands the gal is important, but made sure he had that check to leave should he not feel comfortable anymore yeah and then he ended up leaving the gala early because he he didn't feel comfortable which i think regardless of what your headspace is like i mean we've all been to events yeah yeah we've all been to events and you know like like whatever if you're struggling with something or you're just not feeling it it's okay to just leave and accept that you don't have to be everything to everyone all the time i just disappear all the time at events oh yeah like sometimes i'll try to run after pat to say bye and he's like running out the door i'm just gone man it's like if he says if i actually say bye to him it's like we're not friends like we can't be friends after that so we <laughs> have to run part of the game is like can pat leave without saying goodbye to yeah, anybody i've almost caught him a few times but he's too fast sometimes i'll like fake you out too you'll think i'm like yeah, not going to the bathroom and i'm gonna leave 
but I'm just going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. You really don't know what's going to happen yeah. at an event with Pat. He's Houdini. Other than that Cirque du Soleil one, we really stuck around. <laughs> yeah, the, we, we that was that was an experience though. Yeah. Yeah, we went to a an event um, at a at a restaurant, and we got to see some Cirque du Soleil performers. It was like a personal performance. A personal performance, and that was very that was interesting. We stayed late for that one, and we usually don't. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, what were they doing? There was a clown. There was like seven clowns. They were <laughs> seven clowns. <laughs> yeah, they're flippity flopping around and like spinning. Um, at one point, at one point, I got picked up and spun around. That was. So it was very, very interactive. It was, it was a fascinating evening, uh, to say the least. There was a, a lot like kind of where we're moving next, which is Caitlin's gala. Yeah. Um, Speaking of. Yeah. No Cirque du Soleil here, but. So the gala was for her online fashion marketplace, Foray. Foray Collective. Foray Collective. Okay. So it's sort of this uh, collective that bridges emerging designers with influencers to get um, some more visibility on these newer and upcoming fashion designers. So a very LA concept, but sounds sounds kind of cool, unique, entrepreneurial. Who are the only characters not so there? Steph Spencer, Spencer and Heidi weren't there and Stephanie wasn't there as Stephanie well. Stephanie was not there. Yeah, JB was there. Yeah, JB was there. Brandon and Ashley. Audrina was there with that douchebag. That. Yeah, everybody was there, and everyone was all dressed up as well. Yeah, I know. I love. Um, I love what Ashley was wearing. Um, Jason's Ashley. Yeah, how she wore her prom dress. Yeah, like, okay. I saw I that I when, they were, that when they were getting ready. I wonder if that's true, or she was just like saying. That. Yeah, just like oh, this is a prom dress. I'll say it looked like a yeah, prom dress. It did, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, I did like it. Um, but yeah, everyone was pretty much there, and they seemed like they were having a good time. Um, Caitlin was very worried about drama happening, but I think everyone was on their best behavior otherwise. Yeah, yeah. it went well. Even, even there was even that scene where Brody was like talking about how he's super proud of her. It's like a special moment for him as Caitlin's husband. He's a proud husband. <laughs> yep, proud yeah, husband. I, a little smooch. I know. I wonder if like right after that gala, she uh, she took Miley out of the basement and then just <laughs> you know they went wild yeah, and then they went wild. They had the real party. I saw, yeah that like champagne tower they had. I was pretty jealous. It was pretty cool. Even Whitney was there. Yeah, even Whitney was there. And she said it was beautiful and then she yeah. bounced. That was her whole scene. She showed up, said it was great, and then she left. <laughs> yeah, her maybe. husband was like waiting outside, and he had the car still running. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know this is gonna be five minutes. So maybe Pat, you're the most like Whitney. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. that's me. She might be your actual ident identical twin. Like so that. Maybe might that's be why your... I like her so much on the show. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just yeah. kind of like, where's Whitney? I'm like, like where? How is this girl getting her paycheck? She shows up for a minute. But she gets away with it. And I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Quite she's exactly. a star power. She yeah. just knows what she's doing. She does have the star power. She just wants to get back home to her former hockey playing husband. Slash ex-producer. Uh, yeah, ex-producer well. um, So Lindsay is there as well with Justin Bobby. I know we briefly mentioned that. But I thought Justin Bobby made a pretty interesting comment. It was like the first time that he kind of showed emotion related to his relationship or lack of relationship with Adrena. He makes a comment about how he kind of expected Adrena to snub her because he has a beautiful blonde on his arm now. That was a weird comment because... Very strange. Yeah, very weird and very, like, are you serious? Like, maybe it's because, like, the wounds are still fresh and, you know, you kind of put no her idea. through the ringer a bit. Yeah, but I guess that's just, like, you know, that's the way that some people think. It's like, oh, it must be because you're jealous. That's why you must snub me. Well, mm -hmm. I think it was because Ryan was there. 
And he yeah. was like, he was like, I expected her to show up with Raya, and she always goes back to what's comfortable or something like that. Yeah. He was pretty salty. He was a salty man that night. It's so interesting how Ryan makes Audrina so comfortable, yet me so uncomfortable just by his existence. <laughs> <laughs> There's something like about I can't put I love him, man. Like, he's yeah. great. I know I, I think he's a great addition to the show. And I'm glad he's there, but I agree with you. There's just something I can't put my finger on and I don't know what it is. I hope I, you figure I it out. I want him to be a regular cast Me member. Too. No, I'm I gonna stop to. watching. <laughs> I need to like what is that? Like? I want him to perform at the Toronto Zoo. <laughs> if he performs at the Toronto Zoo, I will go. Yeah, I will go. He'll perform with the pandas. <laughs> We only got them for rent for a bit. So. <laughs> you would too. The exclusive night with Ryan Cabrera and the Toronto Zoo pandas. And the pandas. <laughs> Ugh, I hate to say that I would go with you guys because I don't want to miss out. But we'd have so much fun. I'll have to slowly phase myself out of watching the show, <laughs> and I won't have anything to say each week. He he also may perform in front of the leopards because he put on a leopard jacket. Oh, when he was there foreshadowing oh my god that was another thing that annoyed me is like when it's it's the equivalent of a teenage girl stealing the hat of a guy that she likes that was exactly what it was <laughs> that's exactly it it was perfect Ugh, I, I was like please just stop you're so irritating <laughs> that's ryan man he didn't bring his guitar though i know i guess like you know maybe maybe he was about to and audrina just like you know put his hand down and was just like don't he probably had it like in his car i think he probably drives a jeep that's like my guess oh my god he totally drives (laughs) a jeep Jeep, and he had the guitar on the back of his jeep um and he kept like asking hey do you want me to get my guitar do you want me to play it and everyone was like no riot no yeah like no man you sure man it's not a big deal (laughs) <laughs> but because he's he's so polar opposite to Justin Bobby. Yeah, they it's talked about so, that. It's so so fascinating. Yeah. Like you, like Justin Bobby is probably like, what even is this creature? Yeah, I, I really wanted to see Ryan and Justin interact. That was yeah what I was waiting for. I hope we see more of that. That would have saved the whole episode for me. That would have saved it. Yeah, but that never happened. I think it's gonna. Yeah. I want to see like a showdown. I want to see them fight over Adrina. I'd be yeah, down for that. I don't think Ryan would even know how to like fight. He couldn't <laughs> throw a punch. He'd take it his guitar. Yeah. He'd be like, let's have a guitar off. Yeah. So I I think that's everything. Is there anything else that we wanted to discuss related to this week's episode? Nope. This week's episode, I'm just going to say, was my least favorite of all of them. Yeah. It, so, it wasn't great. Yeah. I guess like there's just like an in-between, like this is one of those in-between bridge episodes to what's happening next there's a setup we still got a bunch of episodes left um one thing i do have to clear up so ryan carrera is performing at the yamashiro not the yamashiro la that's their instagram handle just in case like somebody wanted to buy just in case and then they were like jessica you're spreading fake news you need to know um so i think that's a good place to stop it we'll be back next week with our thoughts on episode eight of the hills new beginnings be sure to follow the pod on social media at at hills underscore podcast on twitter and instagram You can listen to the pod on nearly every podcast platform imaginable, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, and more. If you're an Apple Podcast user, give us a five-star review. That's going to help us with our rankings. Even write a review. Let us know what you like about the show. Let us know what you don't like. Um, You can also reach out to us via email at unwrittenthehillspodcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us for ad opportunities, suggestions, or more importantly, a birthday request, right? Send us your happy birthdays. Yeah. Happy birthdays, breakups, graduations, all of it. Imagine we had to do a breakup. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I'd be fine with it. I'd do it. I'm brave. It'd be stellar. Yeah. It's just like, would we go easy? Would we, like, anyway, that's for when we then, get the breakup. Then, Somebody's like, what if, do it. I can what, handle tough conversations. 
What if the person doesn't listen to the episode then, though? That's like a chance. Yeah, but they'd have to, like, the raw thing is that they'd have to send it to the person and be like, oh, listen yeah, yeah. at this sound at bite. That time? Yeah. We could even edit them a special sound bite. Yeah. They could be a sponsor for a couple of weeks. <laughs> this, this podcast was brought to you by <laughs> Derek's Breakup. Lindsay, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so that's going to be my mission between now and next week. That's perfect. Let's make it happen. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Going from, like, being a multimillionaire to, like, no money, I gained, like, 100 pounds. Like, all I did was eat pie, literally, like, two pies a day. I was addicted to pie. So when people say, like, eat your feelings, that's a real thing. It's like, (laughs) I'm not famous. I'm not rich. (laughs) Ah!